as speech pathologists, we, we do really get it. We understand the importance of communication and, and social connections. And it's important to learn that how one way of treating or, or working with a, a client isn't necessarily going to be what works for another client in a different state or from a different tribe. If we've got assessment findings that are robust, then we don't have to make any presumptions. And I strongly believe in the value and worth of what we do and the difference we make. Hello, and welcome to Speak Up, Speech Pathology Australia's podcast. Each week, we feature a conversation about an area or topic related to all things speech pathology. Let's hear what this week's contributors have to say. Well, hi, everyone. I'm Simone Arnott, and it's my pleasure to chat with Rich Stevens today. So Rich holds a number of interesting and diverse qualifications, including a Bachelor of Computer Science, a Psychiatric Nursing degree, a Master of Science in Neuroimaging in Clinical and Cognitive Neuroscience, as well as being a qualified speech and language therapist. However, all of these qualifications aside, Rich, you are currently the President and Program Director of SAY Australia, which is short for the Stuttering Association for the Young in Australia. So can you tell us a little bit about what this work involves? Yeah, sure. Um, so um, the organisation that we run, and let's say um, Australia, um, so we're a not-for-profit organisation, we're a health promotion charity um, that basically helps to support young people who stutter and the world that surrounds them. Um, and we do that um, by, well, through um, targeted and creative expression, um, we use the arts to unlock young people who stutter their, um, their personal growth, their confidence. And we do all this in a safe environment, in an environment which is um, safe for them um, to take a risk, to take a creative risk, um, an environment which is full of creativity, empathy, inspiration, acceptance, um, a lot of love. And a lot of listening, you know, a lot, a lot of deep and thorough kind of listening for our young people who stutter. Um, so we've seen this, which helps to enable the expansion um, of um, of their growth, really, and for and for and for young people who stutter to and to be deeply heard. You can see that transformative power in them. Um, the transformative power which in, improves their quality of life. So our ultimate goal is basically um, to help young people who start to know that their voice matters um, and it deserves to be heard the same as everybody else's and that if they stutter, it's okay. Amazing. And what sort of context does this happen in, Rich? Because you're talking about a creative space. What What is that space? So our programmes, they operate um, out of the... the Victorian and College of the Arts. So we have a studio space there. Um, they were great um, offering that space in kind. Um, so we have a studio space there where we where we can run all of our programs from. So our programs are basically um, they we tend to run about three a year, um, and our programs run from anywhere between eight weeks or ten weeks or twelve weeks, all all at a weekend on a Saturday morning, and. What we do is we um, we invite our young people 
to come into this space and for the eight weeks or 10 weeks, what we do is we help um, to educate them on on kind of whatever the um, the creative art program is. So there's sometimes it's, um, it's playwriting, songwriting, poetry, the visual art. And, and basically, young people who stutter, they, they come in that space and they and they and they and they learn about all these ways and to and to express themselves but and kind of basically they meet other young people who stutter which you know in my child does because I'm a person who stutters I never met anyone else who had a stutter and that's something I always kind of wanted you know I always kind of wanted to meet another person um, who stutters and not maybe necessarily to talk about it, but to just know that there was someone else in the world who had a stutter. So yeah, in this space, young, young, young people who stutter just come exactly how they are. They meet other young people who stutter and they work in a group to create this unique piece that at the start of the program, um, it had never existed on this planet. So it's great that they work together in this group and they have the full the control over what they want to create. Um, so if it's a play, they have the f- they are the director, the writer, and for the adults in the room, we're just there to help to facilitate these ideas, to help these ideas and kind of come to life. And these ideas can basically, they can have um, the connotations which are very kind of serious. Um, we've had some which are to do with having a stutter or kind of bullying. Um, we've had some plays on family, and then it can go to um, to um, to the other um, extreme where it's just about you know space or the cosmos or you know the social kind of justice or you know or to be a superhero. So we just provide that space basically where they're just free to be whoever they want to be and they can create anything that they, that they want to create in a group. And at the end of all of our creative arts programs, we provide our young people who stutter with the opportunity to present their project to an audience filled with supportive family and friends, their SLPs, their teachers, during a, a showcase event, which is a celebration of all their hard work, of all their commitment, of all their connections, and of all their thoughts and feelings that they have truly given into this project. And it's the ultimate confidence building experience where you get to perform on stage in front of an audience, which which is not really caring about how you speak. It's just concentrating on what you're saying. And it's a beautiful experience for our young people who stutter. And we've seen that this confidence that they gain from from our programs, from these showcase events, can truly transfer directly into the classroom and to their everyday life. And another great thing about our programs is that they're free. Our programs are free for all young people who stutter across Australia. So irrelevant of whatever young person's social economic background is, there is not a financial barrier to taking part, to accessing um, the programs at Stay Australia. Yeah, such a interesting and uh, open-ended experience it sounds like you're a facilitator in lots of ways for their own creativity 
Um, can I ask you, Rich, over the years and working in your numerous roles internationally, you've held lots of different roles all around the world, what have you learned about stuttering and people who stutter and working with people who stutter that's been particularly influential to the work that you're doing now with Say? I'd say one of the most important, um, I'd say the things I've learned really, um, I, the kind of lesson that I've learned um, from all my interactions with kind of people who stutter across the world is that everyone's got a different journey. You know, everyone's got a different kind of journey. Everyone's, their, their life experiences are truly you, and you, unique and different as people who stutter we might have this similar kind of stories to share like you know it's really hard to say our name um the phone at times is just you know just really fearful you know in terms of picking up that phone and talking um the fear of when we're in school and we know the answer to class and we want to raise our hand but we're rather scared to identify ourselves as people who stutter or we fear the reaction from other people, from the listeners. Um, so everyone's got a different, there are similar things, um, and, and I shared a couple of them, but there are numerous kind of similar instances or similar experiences that we can share, but everyone's journey is completely different and everybody's goal is different. Everybody's want is different. And I think for me, what I learned is that it's, Uh, you know, at times you just have to sit back and you have to listen and you have to hear what that person wants or what their experience have been and what their goals are. And everyone who stutters has the right to, you know, to get into um, a form of therapy or to accept or to do anything that they want to do um, to make to make their lives um a lot kind of better for and for themselves. So I think that that's one of the major things that I've learned. Um, it's just that everyone's got a different journey and everyone's goals is completely different. Yeah, thanks. And I guess that probably leads into my next quick question um, in terms of what rich wisdom might you have for speech pathologists. So not everyone that will be listening to this podcast might have much experience in working with people who stutter, but they are very likely to have experience working with people with communication difficulties. So what sort of, um, do you have any rich wisdom for us around working with people with communication difficulties? I would just say, um, you know, I would say you're bound to get you know, certain kind of caseloads who might try to fit a criteria and might try to fit, you know, um, that therapy will definitely work for them. You know, that therapy will definitely work for, for that person. I would say probably the same thing. Just, just try to see the person. Try to see the person. Take the difficulty, the communication and kind of the difficulty, even though it's important to know but just see the person, see the person and see the family, especially if it's young people as well, and just hear what their experiences are, hear what they want. And I think it's probably easier to get tied into um, here's one form of therapy or here's this road and that will work for you. I would say, especially for people who stutter, there has never been a better time in history to be a person who stutters just because of the resources out there the 
the options for therapy, the options of um, the support and different organisations and the groups out there. And I think, um, as a speech pathologist, I just think it's important that, like even if it's a child in their family or if it's an adult who stutters, I think it's... Um, I think I think it's quite wise to just open up the doors, you know, to make this person aware of what is out there and for them to make an informed choice. And I think providing options for people who stutter, whereas in the past they might not have had any options, um, for me, I think is the best thing that anybody could do. Yeah, thank you. And uh, then I guess SAY is certainly, so the Stuttering Association for the Young, uh, it's an international program, but it certainly runs in Australia with you at the helm. Um, that's one of those options, isn't it, that our young people can have access to if speech pathologists know it exists. That's what you're talking about, you know, providing that list of options for people. Yeah, of course, like, you know, and um, in terms of our organisation, we are brand new, you know, we are very new in Australia, you know, and we offer in-person programmes, online programmes now, you know, uh, just through the past few years, I've really presented an opportunity to even, you know, and, you know, in, and, and, and to even think, how can we connect young people across Australia, you know, um, or like, even in Victoria, when we, you know, when we've had this phase of a lockdown, really, so... Yeah, I think we are an option. Um, we are an option um, because as well as, you know, our programmes, we do lots of social hangs um, online and in person as well. Um, but yeah, we are an option and we're a free option as well. But yeah, but then I think as well, um, on, a, on an international kind of level, even just in terms of resources, there is so much out there now, you know. Um, I kind of wish... If there was ever a time I was going to be a child who stutters, I kind of wish it was now, than back when I was younger, when there wasn't a lot. That's amazing. Um, so what's next for you and for Say? They might be different things, I'm not sure. But what's next for you and Say? So what's next? Um, so, yeah, so I think the, the, the kind of dream is, because I obviously have another role um, as an associate um, a camp director for Camp Say in America. So um, I've just seen how that works, how having a camp for young people who stutter, um, how people from one part um, of the country can connect to another young person on another side, side of the country and to connect in person. Um, so the next step is to do a camp, is to do a camp um, maybe here in Victoria I'm just at the early stages um, of talking to the camp associations about that but that is the next step the next step is to do a three or four day camp hopefully in 2023 20, in the summer um, and and open that enrolment to all young people who stutter across Australia to have um, a wonderful experience three days um, doing activities like the camp activities um, outside in nature with young people who stutter and just making those long lasting friendships and the connections and being able to connect to young people in Australia who might be the only person in their life 
town or the village you stutters um, and to bring them into a community where yeah you're not alone and you can see that there are a lot of people who stutter um, so that is the next I think that is the next big kind of project we're still continuing to do our online programs um, and our in-person programs but I think camp um, is hopefully the next project which will be coming in 2023. Sounds exciting uh, and certainly if we can get back to a uh, normal or a COVID normal that will certainly facilitate that process for you and for all of those kids out there who are keen to participate. So if there are speech pathologists listening who want to know more what's their pathway what do they do? So the pathway is you can find our website, uh, which would say Australia anchor.org.au. Um, I've just worked on that really. I've just spent a week kind of working on that. So there's lots of new updates on there. So um, my email and contact is all on that, but um, I'm always available as well. I'm always available to talk over the phone or on Zoom, like a lot of people are doing these days in the Zoomosphere. So um, you, you, so you can contact me, my email um, will be rich at sayaustralia and you can contact me on that you can look at the website um, we're on social media as well on Facebook and on Instagram um, our handle which I didn't know what that term was until about a year ago um, I was told off someone and I was like I don't know what a handle is but a handle um, is the same um, will be sayaustralia .org.au. that's our social handles but I'm always available for a chat because I think you can look at the website and you can look at the Facebook but I think at times it's just um, yeah but I think just having an in-person chat it just really helps to really understand what we're trying to do um, you know and I'm always available to speak to you know any SLPs or any, any families or young people Thank you so much that's really Enlightening. It's always exciting as a speech pathologist to find out about new things that are happening and this is new for Australia. Uh, and to have you at the helm is obviously a big, huge benefit for Say Australia to have you because you've got so many experiences and so much knowledge and certainly you are a lifelong learner uh, packaged in one with so many qualifications and still looking into the future for what else you can do. So thanks so much for talking to us today, Rich. Um, um, conscious that there are uh, that we will have just had stuttering awareness international stuttering awareness day when this podcast goes live and so I'm hoping that there's been a lot more of you and a lot more of people around the world talking about stuttering and how we as speech pathologists can best facilitate and optimize communication for those people so thanks so much for your time and we look forward to seeing more of you and uh, hearing more about the programs that you're offering for kids who stutter in Australia. Thanks, Rich. No, it's been a pleasure. Cheers, thank you for letting me come on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure, thank you. We hope you enjoyed this week's conversation. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and share it with your colleagues. Thank you for listening and bye for now.